0: always feel a little buzz of excitement when I can make someone blush with embarrassment, especially when it's in a public setting. That always tends to make it more uncomfortable for my guest, and their discomfort makes it even more exciting for me. Recently I got a call from a gentleman I've been seeing for years. He's always been a heavy spanko who can handle a lot of pain. A true masochist, if you will. He will often schedule a three-hour punishment session. And I have to say, there aren't too many people who ask me to really punish them harshly. Something we often do after a session is go out to a restaurant for a meal. I always enjoy teasing him about how swollen and tender his bottom is after I've blistered it good and hard. He gets this cute smile like a young boy who's trying to conceal his discomfort from getting spanked from his friends after getting his backside roasted at home. As he's gotten a bit older these days, his pain tolerance has dropped, which is normal for most people. He doesn't seem to mind too much as he's primarily interested in getting spanked by me as punishment. So the fact that he can't handle the same level of pain as he used to just makes his spankings more intense for him. And because it hurts more when I spank, paddle, or cane him, it makes his punishment more effective, and it satisfies his desire for real discipline. I decided to test and expand his submissive limits in other ways as his pain tolerance diminished. So I introduced him to post-orgasm spankings. This is a fascinating method of correction that strips away any erotic and or sexual stimulation from a spanking. I would instruct him to masturbate immediately before I spanked him. Men have a refractory window right after having an orgasm. I'm not sure what the biological cause is for. But most men have their sexual drives dropped to zero right after they come. They also have their endorphin levels disappear in the same time frame, so all those horny sexual urges go away, as well as the endorphins that act as the body's natural pain blockers. So getting spanked right after an orgasm is a wickedly unpleasant experience for even the most hardcore masochists. The pain that the guy normally takes in stride becomes unbearable in the post-orgasm time frame. The disciplinarian in me gets a big charge when I get a chance to punish a guy like this. What he normally can handle will make his knees buckle and cause sincere pleading for mercy. Of course, mercy isn't on the menu when I'm delivering a real punishment, so he just has to hold on and ride it out. But I thought, why not take it to the next level? There is another thing that almost all straight men hate, something that is completely independent of a male's pain tolerance, and yet it's a very effective method of putting him in his place, while at the same time requiring him to humble himself to me. For the purpose of suspense, I'll let you wonder what it is for now. Back to my lunch date. It was a long drive through the mountains to the restaurant I had chosen. With little traffic to be found along the way, there was a scenic pull-off at the apex of the mountain road that overlooked a scenic valley. I chose it because it afforded a clear view of cars approaching from either direction. I ordered him to get out of the car and remove his pants and underwear. He had a shocked look on his face. I grabbed a tote bag from the back seat, and pulled out a bath brush, a Jokari paddle, and a leather toss. His eyes got big, and he started shaking a bit. I ordered him to get in position over the fender on the side of the car, visible from the road. I went to work on his backside with the leather taws. A toss can really sting, and I especially like to use one on the back of the upper and mid-thighs. When I felt he was warmed up really well, I grabbed the Jokari paddle. I laid into his butt with it. Full, long swings with a wrist snap at the end to enhance the stroke. You're getting fifty with the paddle, I announced. And if you get out of position, I'll double that. He was struggling to maintain position as I paddled him good and hard. His legs were shaking and his voice started to crack. Like he was on the edge of bawling. After all fifty had been delivered, I left him a moment to recover. That gave me a minute to rest my arm up for the bath brush, which I intended to apply at full force. Get back in position, I ordered. You're getting another fifty with the bath brush. Same rules apply. If you break position, I'll double it to one hundred. The thing about the bath brush is that even hardcore spankos are kind of afraid of it. It just hurts so damn badly. That's why I love using it for punishment. It always gets the lesson across. In the enthusiasm of the moment, I hadn't noticed the green Subaru coming down the road from behind me. It startled me when I heard the voices of two women catcalling us with woohoos and yeah you give to him girl as i continued the count of the bath brush without interruption i saw the two women staring at us as they slowed to a near stop on the road only thirty feet away they seemed to be delighted Hi, this is Miss Jen Davis, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to this preview called The Lunch Date. So much happened in this preview, and just think, there's still a lot more, as this story is nowhere near its conclusion. Do you have any idea of what you think will happen next? I have a feeling this is going to end up being one of your favorite audios that you just keep listening to, over and over and over again. And don't forget to check out my website at missjendavis.com. Again, that's missjendavis.com.